Welcome to another episode of The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org. Please follow, share, and enjoy the show, starting right now. What is up, New England? The Room Podcast with Steve Domenico, the Ambassador of the Fighters. Um, how's everyone doing tonight? I'm doing fabulous. It is a Wednesday afternoon here in the podcast here in New England. Dude, the weather yesterday in Rhode Island, that's where I am based, in Rhode Island yesterday was brutal. It was like 32 degrees, but the wind was like howling. It was like, it was so cold. Our bodies are getting used to the season starting to change. And then yesterday comes and boom. And then today, next day, totally reverse. Sunny out was probably like 45, 50 degrees at one time. New England, man, you can't beat it. But anyway, uh, spring is right around the corner and hopefully... The world is opening up. MMA regionally is opening up. Massachusetts just announced they're going to be opening up more. More seating at restaurants, uh, venues are going to be opening up. So that means MMA could be here in 2021. Hopefully summertime, end of summer uh, with the commissions and everyone getting their shit together. And, um, dude, I'm excited. So, with that said, we have three, three guests tonight. Three awesome guests. I have Johnny Cupcakes Campbell. He's going to be talking about the Enigma Combat Jitsu tournament that he'll be in on March 13th. That is a week and a half. It is not this weekend. It is the following weekend. So, it is a week and a half from today. Uh, Enigma in New Hampshire, I will be there. I will be representing New England MMA. And I do believe I will be a part of um, of uh, the event as far as uh, interviewing fighters after uh, their wins and stuff like that. But we have to get that um, all situated and uh, a plan and all that other stuff. So they'll let me know what I'll be doing with them. So with that, um, also a couple of things I want to talk about before I get to my first guest with who will be Aaron Ortiz. Um, first thing is first, I do have a new logo for the Room Podcast. I had it made. Uh, we will be coming out with shirts and um, T-shirts and stuff like that for the Room Podcast. We do have them available at NewEnglandMMA.org, our New England MMA shirts, but we do not have the Room Podcast shirts yet. I'm going to get them made, um, some walkout hoodies, made and I will be giving a couple away on uh the podcast and on um I will be selling some on the website and I would like you to buy some if you would please kindly dish out 25 bucks or maybe 35 bucks 40 bucks for a, a, a hoodie it helps it it kind of funds New England MMA and um everything we're trying to do here as far as keeping the website and um you know Maybe being able to sponsor fighters here and there and stuff like that. That's where whatever income we get from sponsors uh, and t-shirt sales, that's where that goes. So um, I would like to also talk about um, what else we got here. This Saturday, March 5th, 
I have volunteered my body to be a passenger in William Jones's race car at the Rochester Fairgrounds in New Hampshire. In Rochester, New Hampshire. The 2021 winter wipeout when, oh, March 6th, I'm sorry. I will be here, people. I will be here riding shotgun with Bill Jones in this race car. As far as I hear, it is a 1989 Pontiac Sunfire GT. I don't know what top speed on this track is. It's a dirt track. There could be snow on it by then. Who knows? I don't know how many cars are going to be on this track in my particular race. I don't know how many races I'm going to be in. I could be in every race all day with Bill Jones. But we will be going live from the car and recording some footage while I am at this event. It's a big to-do. Check it out. I know it's a huge, huge event in uh, New Hampshire and the fairgrounds here. Come check us out. It's $10 to get in. I think kids under five are free. It's $30 to be in the pit uh, to stand there. Um, check it out. Go to Bill Jones's Facebook page. He has all the information there. Let me put that poster up one more time. I did make this poster, by, by the way. It is fucking fabulous, I have to say. It's awesome. So check us out there. I will be there Friday. And then don't forget, the fights are on Saturday night. So I think I'm staying there Friday night and then um, staying there Saturday night because I'm not driving home after because I want to watch the fights. So that's that. Last thing I want to say before the podcast starts uh, with my guests is there was something said online today about a possible matchup in the future between two welterweight professional fighters in New England looking for fights. And I'm going to throw that up right now because it's knowledge on Facebook and a lot of people tuned in to this, um, this feed or this post by no other than no one other than Sean, the unpredictable, unpredictable, I'm so sorry, Sean, Sean, the unpredictable one, Lally. He has asked Pat Casey if he would like to fight, if he would like to dance, if he would like to have a scrap. We don't know where it's going to happen, but uh, both sides have agreed. It could be at LFA. It could be at Bellator. It could be at, who knows, uh, whatever happens in New England in the future as far as the summer, if things open up. This fight is happening. It's a great matchup. Why wouldn't this fight, why wouldn't we want to go down with this fight? These are two guys that are going to stand and bang in there. So um, I'm excited. I'm so excited about this fight. So I know there's uh, chatter going on already to promotions to try to get this going. Uh, like I said, could be Bellator, could be LFA, could be, uh, uh, I don't know. Them are the two biggies there that might pay a little bit to see this fight because I know these guys ain't fighting for free. Um, Bellator would be awesome at um, Mohegan Sun. Bellator will be there in April. But the only problem is there is not crowds uh, able to watch at Bellator. So it's tough sell to have New England, two New England fighters uh, get on that card. Um, you know, most likely 
Bellator comes in with their studs and want to, you know, bring in our New England fighters to to fight these studs. You know what I mean? Not that we don't have studs, but Bellator don't give us easy fights when they come in. But this would be one fabulous hell of a bang. Uh, the Sean Lally against uh, Pat Casey fight. So with that said, my first guest is going to be Aaron Ortiz, who just came back from an awesome fight uh, this past weekend in, uh, where was it? It was in Tennessee. Um, they drove down there. They fought all weekend. Uh, I'm talking about the Team Link Muay Thai Worcester team. Uh, they went down there. Aaron went down there, and uh, he did his business. So um, three of their fighters were down there, and, uh, man, they had a ball down there fighting no, in Tennessee at this huge, huge event. So I got Aaron coming on right now. These guys are staring each other down. They're not listening to no, the referee not. says. No, they're not. Look at me. Hey, look, look, look yeah. at me. They're like, no. Everything is going in one end and out the other. Here we go. Same thing I just oh. did. <laughs> These guys are slugging. Oh, man. Someone talked about somebody's mama. Oh, uh, Bomba trying Bomba to catch catching that kick again. Cannot do that. Oh, nice overhand from Bomba. Aaron putting together the combinations better. Bomba tries to take him down. Man, this is not MMA. Oh, Joe Schilling in the corner clapping to the takedown. <laughs> Just like Schilling. Always <laughs> trying to starve some stuff. Joining me in the room now is Aaron the Plague Ortiz. Fresh off a huge, huge tournament. God, win over the weekend, this past weekend, man. You're fresh off this stuff, man. Dude, congratulations on, uh, you know, your success in, uh, where was it, Nashville, Tennessee? Yep, Nashville, Tennessee. Congratulations, man. Let's let's talk about it, bro. You you guys drove as a, as a clan to Nashville, and you uh, beat up a couple of guys there, man. Let's talk about it. Oh, yeah. It was a good time. Um, myself, uh, Matt Negrati, and um, Brian Espinosa, we all head down to... Um, the Waco tournament, and yeah, we we came out. Um, Brian Espinoza he did um, place uh, third in his division. Uh, Matt Negrati fought um, two fights. He um, did really good. He knocked out his opponent in the first round on the first fight, and then the second fight was a really good um, split decision. Um, but he got the loss, but it was still a really good fight on his half. And then yeah. And then, and you, then I fought. Yeah. Nope. And, and yeah, then you fought. Uh, you know, a couple of a couple of monsters in there. But you know, I really want to talk about that second fight where you uh, the one won the championship. But uh, dude, before we get into these fights and stuff like that, how do you guys get into this tournament? Like how you picked, or uh, you know, how do you enter it? So it's um, morally just like a sign up. Um, you can you go on their website. You sign up for the your um, weight class and your um, what div what division you'll be fighting in. Um, so I was in the 189 division and then um, advanced pro, advanced um, amateur slash pro. So 
Yeah, Excellent. you just sign up through online. Now, have you been in this uh, same tournament in the past? Um, as far as this one in Tennessee? No, I've. Uh, this was our first time uh, fighting in the Waco tournament. We fought in um, USMTO. We fought in WKA, uh, TBAs. We fought all of those, but that, that was our first time in the Waco. Excellent. Now, but it was really nice. Yeah. What what uh, brought you to that tournament? Was it just the the challenge and uh, you know the people that 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 the competitors in there, or was it just something uh, that that's going on now and you wanted to get active? It was uh, a little bit of both because it's been uh, like about a year since I stepped in the ring last. Um, but we also know that Waco has um, really good kickboxers, and we wanted to test ourselves and put ourselves there. Excellent. Well, I know you have a ton of fights under your belt. I mean, I've been to a, a, a bunch of your fights all over the New England area. Uh, no boundary, uh, you know, lion fight. I've seen you fight for, yep. uh, I think, wartime, Muay Thai, I think uh, you fought for uh, once or yep. twice. You've been everywhere, man. Uh, you know, how does uh, how does this rank up uh, going to, you know, another uh, another place as far as fighting out of kind of your comfort zone? Um. It's always it's always a great time. I mean, tournaments are always like it's a big difference between like the tournaments and like the no boundaries and everything like that. The lion fights because that's just like more of a like a build up, you know. Tournaments is like I don't know. They're just they're just like something like different, you know. Yeah, it's like everything fast paced. It's a, and it's a great time. Like yeah, yeah, and it's like you said, it's a tournament, and it's like a a festive atmosphere, and there's a lot of moving around. You know, there's a lot of jumping here and there, a lot of things going on at once. You know, I'm I'm used to jujitsu tournaments and stuff like that, so there's there's a lot of action going on at once. And you know, watching your fight, I think there's there's another ring or something else, another fight going on uh, while yep. this fight's going on. So there's a huge crowd there. So let's talk about this, uh, buddy. I mean, you took off, you drove down there. Uh, with a few people, uh, supporters, coach, of course, and the fighters with you, man. You get there uh, the first day. Uh, did you have a buy? Let's talk about that. Like, let's talk about when you got there and and how it was. How was it put together? And how do you get your first fight there? So uh, we showed up. Um, it was uh, weigh-ins day, so we start to get ready and um, to weigh in. And the um, the lady told me that. Um, I would be having the buy because my record was the best out of the other fighters. And, um, but we really didn't want the buy because we just drove from yeah. Massachusetts. I, I really, really wanted to fight. Yeah. So I, um, asked if there was any way that we could like, um, not get the buy. And she said, yeah, you can surrender it. So that's what we did right when we, right when we weighed in, we were like, yeah, we want to surrender the buy. So, all right. So the, the all right. So when the, when the dude that you were going to fight and you surrendered the bye, did he go, oh, shit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm not, I'm not oh, sure. no! <laughs> yeah, we, we... So, like, we didn't really even um, see any opponents until, like, the day of. Yeah. So, um, I'm not sure, but, yeah, we... <laughs> dude, dude, the guy must have been with like, wait. Uh, now I'm fighting him, the the, the guy with the big. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, so that first fight, uh, what was that on Saturday? Um, the first fight, yeah, it was on Saturday. All right, so yep. how did how did you do there? I mean, you, like like you jumped in there, you wanted to get action. How'd you do there? Did you like take the guy's head off? Like like you? <laughs> Good. Um. So my first um my first fight was against uh his name was Cody Quarles. 
Um, he was nine and zero, so he was undefeated, and he had um, six knockouts on that record. So, I, I definitely saw him as a as a big like threat, and I was like, all right, I'm excited to fight him. Um, but we did good. We kept our distance really well, um, and yeah, it, it went to unanimous decision at the end. Excellent. Super tough fighter. Excellent. Well, time. you know, if Cody, Cody, if you're watching this, man, dude, I'm sorry. I, you know, I didn't, <laughs> you were probably like, awesome. I got this guy now. You know what I mean? He got like mm -hmm. a, a, you know, a huge uh, up in the, up in the, the talent here because you did win the, the thing. Yeah. Now you come away with a unanimous decision. Um, now what time, of, what time of the day was that when you got that fight done? That was around, I believe it was uh, around 11. So then, so, so then after that fight, you help coach or help uh, corner your guys and stuff like that, or did they fight before? Yep, nope. So um, I was the first day, the first fight on that day, and then it was um, Brian, and then Matt fought next. So I helped, um, I helped coach them, warm them up. Um, yeah. So that's awesome, so. man. That's awesome. As far as them, uh, what's their uh, kind of uh, how many fights they got? Is that are they kind of new? Uh, going to these tournaments and getting fights, or they've been at it for a little while. So uh, it was both of their first um, tournaments. Um, Brian, that was his um, first fight for our team. Um, but Matt has uh, he's uh, three and zero before coming into the tournaments. Uh, he had a few more, a few fights, but they weren't tournaments. So, but this was his first official tournament. Excellent, man. Well, congratulations on all, all you know, all three years, man, uh, doing it and, uh, you know, going out of town to do it, driving all that way. And then you get a way in and then, uh, you you're beating up people there. I mean, uh, but I mean, that's what you went to do, but mm. let's get to this second fight. This is the finals, the second day. Cause this is where the fun is now. Everyone oh, yeah. out now, everyone out there watching this, this is on YouTube, uh, don't, uh how do you say it? Waco, uh, Waco, or yep. Waco? Waco. I'm sorry. They uh, have it on. They have the stream on YouTube, so you can go see it now. Aaron's second fight, I think, is three hours and eight minutes in to that the second day tournament, right? So everyone out there, three minutes and eight minutes, three hours and eight. You have to see this fight because it's it. You know, the commentators were great. It was the most entertaining fight I've seen in like the longest time as far as just the commentators and what was going on there. Aaron, let's talk a little bit about this fight and who you matched up with the second day in that ring, bro. Yeah, so um, so we finished we finished uh, fought the first day, the first fight, um, and then we researched his name and we saw that he was a professional uh, Bellator fighter. So we were, we were really excited about that one. It was like, all right, awesome. This is a great finals day um, fight for us. And, yeah, so. <laughs> now, now before, before you get to that fight, um, the day before, what did he do uh, then? How, was his, how did his fight go the day before? Did he fight the day before, I would imagine? No, so he got the bye. Oh, that son of a uh, gun took the bye. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Screw him. Screw him. <laughs> so anyway, all right, brother. So you knew he took, did you know he took the bye when you went against him, when you were uh, matched up against him? Yeah, because it was, um. so there was only three of us in the division. Oh, okay. So I had to, when I gave up the bye, he, he ended up taking it. So if I won that fight, then I would have. Well, could he, all right, let me fights. ask you, could, let, let me ask you a question. Could he took, could he uh, like sent that bye away and, and fought too? Yeah. Um, uh, well, so if he if he did that, then um, Cody would have taken the bye and moved on to the finals. Okay. Okay. Well. Yep. 
Um, well, this guy, this Bellator fighter, I don't know his name. Um, you can mention his name. You probably called him names in the in the ring, or he might have called you. You had to know his name, that's for sure, brother. Yeah. This was the most entertaining fight. When I watched it, I had a, I watched it like three times. So. Let's talk about it, brother. You're fighting this Bellator guy, and what do you expect? I mean, I know you've been probably in other K1 kickboxing, uh, you know, tournaments and stuff, and you've gone against maybe some guy, an MMA guy or something like that. But knowing you're going against him, what are you expecting, and and, and what are you seeing across the the ring when you get in there? Um. So we. So he was. Uh. He's 34 years old. Um. And he. We um. Get into the ring. We step up. We're in the stare down. And I was like, all right, this is going to be a good fight. I was, I just knew it. I just knew it was going to be a, a solid fight. We, we both had the like dead eye contact and it was, it was like, all right, it's about to get real. <laughs> and it got real brother. Like, like, yeah. let's talk about it. I have like a piece of, uh, that I'm going to show and stuff like that while we're talking because, uh, it was amazing. And before we actually did this interview, before you came on, I played like a 30 second segment of of that fight because the commentators, man, they were incredible, and I need everyone in New England to go watch this. Watch yeah. this fight. Three hours and eight minutes in. All right, so yep. uh, so all right, it gets real, brother. You start off. Let Let's talk about this fight, man, and and how you felt right off the bat in there. Uh, right off the bat, I felt um I felt really strong. We started um throwing throwing some hands, um, and I caught him with a hook. And at one point he like, he, when I hit him with that hook, he backed up so I could feel him right there. Like I, I rocked him a little bit. Um, and then I got him into the corner and then he did want to like an illegal throw, but so now that first one wasn't as, I don't think was as bad as like, it, it was no. more of a sweet, like a sweep or a trip or something like that. That first one. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, it was K one, so like, there's no really, there's no sweeps or anything like that. Yeah. But that was that definitely wasn't his uh, worst one of the. Yes. Yeah, so, so when he swept you like that, and you got up the, the the ref gave him a warning. I don't, you know, gave him a, like, and then the commentators are like, they're joking and like, they're they're serious too. Like you can't do that in this one. And he's like, hey, this guy thinks he's in an MMA fight here, but you know, it's in him. You know what I mean? He's a he's a yeah, competitor sure. and, he, and he's a competitor and. Looks like a killer in there. He wanted to like kill you at one point. So, guys, so oh, yeah. then he tripped you down that first time. You get going again. Uh, was that the time you said you said something to him and pushed him off, or was it was it a, a second time after that when uh, that happened? So, I think that was. I think when I when I I gave him a little a little push, but yeah. he was the one to push me more. Yeah. For at first, uh, that was later on. Um, he hit me with a a, a good sweep, and um. I was getting up and he, he looked down at me. He was like, get up. And I was like, and I was like, don't worry. I am. And then he pushed me. Um, and then I blew him a kiss. It was, <laughs> we were, we were, we were talking a little bit of smack. Yeah. It was friggin' fabulous, buddy. Fabulous. So, I mean, there was a, there was a, I mean, three or four takedowns in there or sweeps, but there, there was definitely two takedowns and one uh body lock slam at one time you know yep. what i mean and legit legit nice one um yeah. dude what the hell are you thinking in there like i mean d does this happen i mean you're, you're used to muay thai and you do get swept mm -hmm. and you do dump 
pretty hard in there. But when this yeah. is when this is happening at this K one fight, and this guy gets you in a body lock because basically it looks like you were you were pounding on him. He was getting a little gassed or just couldn't answer it. So yeah. instinct grab you, body lock and throw you to the ground to to get that yeah. break. You man, what are you thinking at this point? Are you like happy because this guy has to do that to? to stop it or you like what the um, fuck man <laughs> i was i was it was like i was expecting him to probably throw us a few times because of his mma background um i just wanted to keep um keep throwing down the um so like every time we went down i tried to hop up as fast as i could because i wanted to get right back into the to throwing and you did so. man you kept the pressure on this dude i mean you know, I mean, he, you know, he had a flurry here and there, but I mean, it was a desperate flurry. I mean, he had to stop your progression at him. I mean, he had to throw, you yeah. know, but man, how'd you feel uh, kind of schooling him a little, you know, a lot of bit in there, uh, in there, because you looked fabulous, dude, that, that range, your kicks, your jab. And like you said, you hit him with some crosses and some really good combinations there, man. How'd you feel about that performance, man? I felt really good about it. Um, so from like the whole quarantine and everything, um, not being in the ring for a year, it like helped me like level up to where I wanted to be. So, the, um, I was really happy with that performance, getting to um, show all the training that I've done through the quarantine and everything. And yeah, wow, was, nice yeah. one, nice one. Uh, what was Coach Ivory? Uh, what, what was his thoughts on that? And what would he say to you, like in the middle, like in between rounds, like? Like the worst throw, what did he say, or what was the best thing he said to you in, in between rounds about this dude? So we weren't we weren't too concerned about the throws. I think me and him were both super into the fight, man. Yeah. Like we were very, we were in the zone. Um, he was he was morally just telling me, like coaching me, like um, he was telling me to work, keep working the body because I was taking his cardio away from him. So we kept on um, throwing our body shots and the knees in there to start slowing yeah. him down. But yeah, he was, um, he was getting me hyped. I was getting him hyped. It was, it was just like, so it was awesome. Man. I, I would, uh, I would have to say it had to be the fight of the weekend. It definitely, and you know, coming away with your hand raised against a veteran here, but you are the veteran in this ring, brother. I mean, the, you are your age. What are you? 22 years old, 22, yep, 22. going against a 34 year old guy there. That's probably, you know, you know, he's got kids, you know, uh, you know, 15 right now that are in there. But yep. anyway, um, dude, what what goes on from here? I mean, as far as it looks like Massachusetts is opening up a little bit. Um, yeah. As far as you know, venues and stuff like that. Do you um still keep looking on the circuits around uh you know around the country, or do you kind of go back train and uh you know wait for something to open up closer? I know Lion Fight is starting to open up who knows they might come back to uh foxwoods i know you got a teammate and yep. mike triana fighting for them uh next week not this week in the following weekend man so what goes on with you like what what goes on with aaron you got that taste after a year and you fought, yeah. fought a legit guy in a great entertaining fight you must have that hunger dude what, what, what's oh, it, yeah. what, what's what's in the head right now what, what's going on in there so uh right now we're just looking for um any fights that we can we can find um for, we're just looking for the experience. Um, we do have the USMTO coming up in uh, Arizona, so we'll we'll be heading over to that in April. Um, so that's our that's what we're looking forward to right now is that the USMTO. Excellent, my man. So, so you do so you definitely have something to train for, get ready for, 
and uh, look forward to. I mean, you're staying busy. It's been a year, and it looks like things are opening up and uh, around yep. the country, man. You got a big fight uh, for your teammate coming up in uh, uh, you know a week and a half, dude. So the team's doing great, man. Uh, who you want? Anyone you want to say thank you to the team as far as who helped you along here? I know there's a bunch of them. Uh, you got oh, a ton. Yeah. You got a ton of talent that comes in and out of that uh, that training to get that stand up, uh, dude. Shout out to all that, all them people you want to thank, and then I'll let you get going and uh, enjoy uh, the rest of your week. Yeah, so I mean, we got obviously we got the um, our head coach Ibre, um, always always great, always getting us ready for the fights. We got Mikey, um, Colin Robinson uh, from, we got uh, Matt Negrati, and then we got Brian Espinoza, and just everyone, everyone from the team that all they all help out with the uh, fight camp. It's um, a great time. A ton of talent in that camp. A happy crew, yep. man. I think uh, Ivory's got the same smile like this. It's ear to ear, that guy, in every picture. That guy is uh, just loving loving the life of Muay Thai and what he's doing with the community and helping you guys along, oh, guys yeah. and girls. And, man, it's fun, man, watching that fight and just you guys afterwards and then just the pictures and the crew that went along with you, man. Good yep. stuff, bro, man. Uh, entertaining. I'm going to watch that fight again uh, later. And like I said, everyone has this fight. Watch this fight. It's uh, uh, Wacko on YouTube. It's the second day tournament. Watch his first one, but the second one is Dynamite. you got to get it. So, Aaron, social media, and I'll let you get going, man. Yeah, um, my Instagram is uh, ALO508. And, um, yep, my Facebook is Aaron Ortiz. Awesome, man. Aaron, yeah. a pleasure talking to you, brother, man. And, uh, yeah, that, the tournament's in April. We'll catch up again before then because, uh, you, you know, we'll see what's going on and uh, we'll talk about the training leading up to that, too. Sounds good. All right, my man. You have a good night, man, and thanks for calling you in. Too, man. All right. Thank later. you. All right. All right. Saturday, March 13th, the region's premier grapple battle it out at the Enigma Invitational. Sub Jiu-Jitsu Super Fights. An eight-man sub-only tournament with $1,000 on the line. Available on demand at regionalcombatsports.com. Johnny Cupcakes Campbell in the house, my man. It's been a little while, man, since I think yes. my Halloween podcast, since I had you on, man. How's everything going, bro? Fantastic. How's everything with you? Everything is good, man. Uh, you know, getting good. by 2021 is a new year, and hopefully, uh, you know, it's a whole new uh, world opening up again. Yeah, I hope so as well. I hope so as well. It seems to be, it seems to be opening up pretty good. Yeah, well, you know, they made the announcement about Massachusetts and, uh, you know, venues and, and, what, concert halls and stuff like that being able to open. So that is big news for, you know, the Cage Titans fans and, uh, you know, fans of all MMA in Massachusetts because there are a few organizations there. So, Johnny, man, MMA is on a hold right now. But, you know, listen, but word on the street that you got a super um, grappling match coming up. A combat jiu-jitsu match coming, man. I know you've been busy on the mats with the MMA uh, kind of on hold, but how'd this all come about, brother? And and how'd your name get mentioned in, in this Enigma tournament? Uh, I mean, 
I'm just a, a game motherfucker. I just love doing combative things. And I have a good relationship with the guys at Enigma. And they've been trying to get me into one of their tournaments for a little bit. And it never, like, worked out just right. And uh, he mentioned he was doing combat jujitsu, jitsu So I immediately threw my name in the mix for that. And they came back with Duma. And I'm... I mean, I've said yes to fights with Duma, yes. so why the fuck would I not slap with him? You know, I, I respect him a ton. Yeah. I think he's a great athlete, great fighter, tough as nails. I'm like a fan of his. But I mean, you know, this is just this is just the game. This is just what we do, what we play, and we're both trying to be the best uh, combat athletes we can be. So we found ourselves together on the mat and. Um, I intend on slapping the shit out of them. <laughs> now, Johnny, Johnny, this is something different. This is something, you know, we haven't really, uh, you know, been able to watch as far as it's going to be streamed and there's going to be fans allowed as far as watching it. Combat Jiu-Jitsu, it's kind of something new in New England. I mean, there might have been some, uh, you know, underground kind of uh, smoker combat Jiu-Jitsu going on. But this is legit, man. This is uh, some super fights here. A lot of uh, real high-level competition here. Uh, dude, how, how how you feeling about this, man? I mean, it's on a. I mean, you've you've been in plenty of uh, you know, competitions. Rolling. I mean, you rolled with Richie Santiago, uh, you know, on Flow Combat and stuff for uh, you know, Cage Titans and stuff. But this is uh, this is a lot on the line with this one, man. It's it's you know, there's there's slapping involved and there's um, you know, a lot of uh, you know, talking afterwards as far as you know, you know. You know what I mean. So talk Absolutely. about it, man. You know what's the excitement level between compared to this, and kind of an actual fight. Man, I mean, it is uh, it is like an actual fight for in a, a lot of ways for me. I think that um, you know boxing is fighting with just different rules. Jiu-Jitsu is real fighting. It just has different rules. MMA is probably the best representation of what fighting really is. But this is fighting. We are going to be fighting. We just have to use a little bit like queer rules. But I like them. <laughs> I like these rules. Uh, I like being queer. It's fucking awesome. So like when I'm on top, when I'm on bottom, I mean, if you watch my fights, um, I mean, I did a majority of my fighting off my back against Jeff Perez, and without a doubt, the strike ratio was way in favor of mine. I mean, he's on top, and I'm just elbowing the crap out of him. I I think I do a hell of a lot of damage and impact with slaps and palms, and I even have some questions because I want to know exactly what the legal Well, yeah, I know before before the tournament, you know, all that's going to be, you know, spoken about. You'll have that team meeting, that, you know, the rules meeting and stuff like that. But what have you heard? I mean, Johnny, have you ever been in a combat jiu-jitsu match or, you know, something like this as far as these rule sets? Training so many MMA fights, we do like a lot of guard boxing and things, and I feel like we've done I've done so much striking on the ground that uh, it is like second nature. Uh, just rolling with the intention of all right, I'm gonna be like I would slap him this round. You know, we do we would have been doing like little like little slaps here and there, like where maybe I would like all right, you're in danger right now. I could be spanking your fucking nose off, and um, dude, it is brutal. I mean, people will. <laughs> especially jujitsu. The one thing that Christina Katsikas like uh, said to me was that a lot of times when she watches these combat matches, they forget that there's 
slaps involved and they just do jujitsu. Yeah. And I mean, if Duma falls uh, prey to that, he's in uh, in for a very long 15 minutes or a very short 15 minutes. Um, like I, I feel like half guard, uh, side control. Um, yeah, it, when it. As soon as one person is grounded, you're allowed to slap. So, I mean, if he shoots him for a takedown and I'm sprawled out on him, I'm able to just spank his ears and or nose or whatever it is. I, I'm just, uh, I'm a super excited. I think it's a fantastic way to kind of spark some interest again because as soon as this is over, I'm going to get real loud about getting a fight. So whether it's outside the area or inside the area, I'm just uh, I'm gonna be coming hard uh, because I'm coming off a, a loss, but I mean some people don't view it as a loss, and I'm still ranked like number five in the goddamn country in mixed martial arts at my weight class. So uh, and amongst that like top ten, it's all ex UFC or current UFC people. Exactly. So you know I just need a couple of wins over the right people, uh, looking just right, and I, I'm in I'm in my UFC and fucking. Uh, one fight, maybe two fights. So uh, this Duma thing is just me, like just chiseling out my jujitsu game a little bit. Like I want to get, I'm still trying to really hammer down that jujitsu, and uh, and then have a buttload of fun because, man, if, like I said, you watch my career. I've been in like nearly 40 fights. I do not get hit on the ground very much. When people get on top of me, they do not spend time hitting me very much because it's insanely hard. Soon as they drive to, I'm up and out. And while they're laying and praying, I'm spanking them. So I think this is just going to be so much fun. And the fans get such a treat. Yeah. Doom is a, is a monster. You know I mean? He taps out Kimball. Uh, I mean, I've just seen him in amateur and pro battles that he just overcome. So you know, I'm looking at him as like a, a nice mountain that I'm going to climb on on Saturday, the 13th, and it's going to be a spectacle. Yeah, and, you know, like I've talked, uh, spoken to other MMA fighters or, you know, other jiu-jitsu fighters that are going to be in this, um, you know, the combat uh, section of uh, combat jiu-jitsu section of the of the, the tournaments or, or, or the festivities. Uh, dude, I mean, leading up, and it's all, the camaraderie is, is pure respect. I mean, it's a totally different thing between an MMA fight and this jiu-jitsu. Even though there's bra a lot of bragging rights coming out with your hand raised in this, it's 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 not, you know, that important MMA fight that, you know, a win, a loss can really, you know, hurt your, your career. Uh, and a win can really blast it off against the, the right opponent. So that's, that's why it's kind of a, more of a fun atmosphere, uh, you know, this, this tournament, man. As far as, uh, you know, getting ready for it, I mean... Christos, uh, with his gym, there's a lot of leg specialists, leg lock specialists there. Doom is more of a, you know, that control guy, that, you know, submission guy, not more of the leg lock guy. So this seems like it's going to be a more, um, God, more just brutal fight, brutal uh, match here. You know, more. I mean, there's not going to be many tricks, I don't see. It, there's just going to be a lot of aggressive they picked the right guy yeah they, yeah they picked the right guys they were like we want a combat match let's get two jujitsu guys who yeah. are gonna play footsies yeah oh, fuck that and yeah we want to see some blood probably you know <laughs> definitely 15 minute match it's like they want to see us go out there and, and put on a show and i think we're both really good at that i think that we're both very much uh we 
we take it like pride that we are tough as nails and that we're going to keep coming. So like I, I intend on it being relatively brutal. I don't think people respect what like a slap is. Some people have been like giggling about it at the gym, like, oh, slaps. And it's like, man, I was going to put a video together of me like smashing watermelons yeah. in half with my fucking hands. Like, dude, I can fucking... I can, I, you know, if you tell me to hammer a nail, man, I can hammer yeah. that nail. You, it's a lot of fucking force on a slap, so it's going to be a brutal type of fight. And yeah, I, we, I think we both are versed so that we might, you know, you might see leg attempts, but that's only just because we're both winners too. One hundred percent, we're yeah. both looking to win. So, oh, of I course, think, if, you know, if you see but, that, if you see that opening, of course, you're gonna die for that leg or that that that, that knee or something. It's Johnny, dangerous. Yeah, and Johnny, I'm gonna ask. Yeah, and and especially, and, hey, dude, especially while you're watching other matches before yours come, you're gonna be seeing these kids, uh, you know, these high level guys rolling around, going for legs, yeah. diving for this. So you're gonna have that, you know, that that vision or just that energy in you. Like maybe I'll go for a leg or something and surprise that one. But so, Johnny, uh, but you, to mention back at the slaps, I mean, I mean, we know watching the old the old fights back in the day, you know, with Ras, uh, Ras and all them, uh, you know, them palm strikes were huge then. Johnny, I got to ask you a question, man. The ear, because these slaps and there's a lot of fighters with the cauliflower ear that can be popped on that ear, which can affect him. I mean, how's the ear doing nowadays? I think I think it was, it was that fight was back what in September or something like that, August or September yeah, or something. October. Well, yeah, all right. So it was right before the podcast we had before Halloween. Yes. All right. So so how is that ear doing, Johnny? It's good. It's good. I mean, I don't even. I started off just with ear guards on, wearing ear ear guards for like training and stuff. And I mean, I I took those off like maybe two months ago i'm just like you know just back to normal training it's, it's not even a thought okay. in my mind like ever um yeah it's just uh you know some things like almost the first thing people ask me about it is like dude do you think that can happen again <laughs> well, well let me ask let me ask you a question because i know duma i know duma has got some swollen friggin earlobes there and you know nice. he has there is that something you might be aiming for <laughs> I'm gonna, i'll clap in the ear for sure yep i'm focused on his nose first but yeah Claps to the nose and the ears. Absolutely. Absolutely. Excellent, 100%. man. Excellent, man. Hey, dude, I know you got some, uh, I know you got jujitsu. Uh, you got classes going on pretty soon. Uh, who's, who you been rolling with really steadily to, to, to help you get to this, uh, the mats on, uh, you know, on the 13th. Uh, let's see everybody at uh, South Shore sport fighting. It's my main, um, my main thing. So I got Sean Costello, who's a beast, um, leg locker uh as well so i mean he's keeping me up to date with uh with everything that's happening uh, you know now in jiu-jitsu where my game's like a little bit slower than that um then danielle henley who's man i would think that she's the best girl ground fighter uh maybe in the country i mean she's a freaking absolute animal uh so she's always helping me get better constantly uh zach d sabatino i mean i, I do too many rounds with zach <laughs> d sab uh he's so goddamn strong but he represents what i do with us really good so i'm uh i'm grateful that he puts me through hell constantly uh and then yeah just some like you know random people who are uh into loving jujitsu and into comp competing in jujitsu um so 
uh, yeah, everybody in here is helping me get better all the time. Bill's Bill's constantly, um, you know, making me upgrade and whatnot. And uh, yeah, I have the brown belt that I'm doing. I've been competing in the brown belt, uh, getting stuck with like 170s and stuff on the brown belt. So, uh, hope, you know, very soon, hopefully in the next year or so, I could be um, getting that black belt. So that's, I'm just constantly trying to get better um, to, to do that as well. So this Duma is just like one more little step. I get to be like, you know, these guys just aren't on my level on the ground. And uh, yeah, it's time to rank up excellent man well this will rev up uh the 2021 fighting year for you brother uh you know last last thing before i let you give shout outs and stuff um you talked about you know making some noise after this and stuff have you been talking to other you know promotions and and getting your ear and not i'm sorry again here we go (laughs) getting your name in there that you will be looking for something very soon uh coming in the you know next couple of months or something for sure. I know my ear is always to the ground, so I've already, you know, if things online like people's names or weights come up and I'm like, yo, yep, I'm in on that fight or, you know, who is that? I'll, I'll take that. So I, I mean, I'm already trying to set something up for the spring. Um, I, I think CES was, even was talking about yeah. something in Florida or whatever, and I reached out to them instantly you know like uh chris motino uh two i think that'd be dope i think everyone would be in on that i mean he just comes off a huge win uh recently enough um kid's a fucking dog he deserves another chance i mean i think i start him again but i mean he's a number he's a dog so i'd love to give him that opportunity and then you know jay perrin is out there all the time floating around um i'd love to you know punch his fucking eyeballs closed so um yeah, that would be cool too. But yeah, I, as soon as I can, you know, whatever it is, I you know, I I'm thinking about fucking bare knuckle boxing. No, dude, no, dude, no, no, no. Stay here. Hey, no, yeah. Wait, when the MMA career is uh done, and and I. then you can do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can go beat yeah. some people. Get done with the yeah. MMA career totally. and stuff, and then we'll let you go there. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. So Johnny, hey, dude, uh, I will be at the the tournament at the super fight at the you know the combat jiu-jitsu. I do believe that I will be able to. I will be interviewing the winners after the matches. Yeah. Dude, so dude, we dude, could be good. we could be connected and have that Spock again together. Yeah. You know, yeah. right? <laughs> I think so. I think so for sure. Excellent. So, yeah, I look forward to it. This Enigma, they put on some good yeah. shows. They are they are connected in that jujitsu community so deep. They have man, they know everyone, and they are bringing in people that are so good. So yeah, this is going to be a show that people really want to get on and watch this because it is as as legit as you get for jujitsu, and to be just in our backyard and like this is just perfect. So excellent, um, I'm looking forward to it big time. Awesome, and uh, yeah, they're bringing the eyes, the crowd, the the people, guys from New York, Philadelphia are starting to come in and uh, get the work mm-hmm. here, and all the best jujitsu practitioners in New England are starting to uh, you know gravitate toward these tournaments and enigmas doing awesome things with it so last thing johnny um social media how we get in touch with you and uh say goodbye yes my, thank you so much uh johnny cc mma uh pretty much across the board johnny cupcakes campbell on facebook um yeah south shore sport fighting uh ufc gym boston um 
you know, the, I, I think two of the best gyms that you can uh, get to as far as ground and MMA and blending them together. Those two spots are pretty much bar none as far as I'm concerned. So I think that everybody who's looking for, you know, somewhere to be trained in, in, in the South Coastal uh, area in Massachusetts should be uh, should be checking those two places out too. Excellent, Johnny. Well, Johnny, always a pleasure catching up with you. Uh, You know, it's been a little too long, but there's not much going on. But when I heard you, when when I heard your name mentioned, and it was uh, across from Duma, I said I got to talk to these two guys. So I'm gonna have Duma on next week, and I think he's gonna be in. He's gonna be in studio on Wednesday, so it'll be live. We'll be going live in here, so you'll be having a. There'll be some chatter going back and forth. So, uh. I'll, f- I'll tag you in the feed just in case you forget. Forward, yeah. <laughs> All right, John, you have a great week, and I'll see you, uh, I'll see you uh, not this week and the following one for that, uh, that tournament, bro. Looking forward to it, Steve. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right, take care, bro. Have a good night. Later. Nate, we talked, God, a week or so before the fight. Uh, it's a couple of weeks after the fight. How are you feeling about your performance, man? I feel good. I mean, got the unanimous decision, a little banged up, but other than that, I'm good. Banged up, dude. It looks like you did most of the, the, the throwing in there. Uh, what, what what got banged up? Just, uh, you know, from the transitions and stuff like that? Or did you uh, get hit uh, that something uh, got injured? Yeah, I mean, he made a couple times. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's a fight, you know, sore hands and knees sore, but it's all good. Excellent, man. Dude. Awesome fight, dude. Uh, three rounds of you nonstop uh, beating this dude up on his feet. All he, uh, we talked about it, how he was a jiu-jitsu kid, and uh, you kind of probably knew he was going to want to go to the ground. You beat him up on the feet. Uh, he hit the ground a couple of times. You wanted him up. He stood up. You knocked him back down. And a couple of times you did get down there with him and uh, you know grappled a little bit. How would you feel about it? How would you feel about your performance there? Yeah, I mean, I felt pretty good about it. Uh, even when I knocked him down, I went to the ground with him. My wrestling was stayed pretty controlled, um, stayed smart. You know, I, I fought really smart. Um, obviously, I'd love to get the finish, but I'm happy I went nine minutes. You know, that experience was great. Um, got a ton of looks in that fight, and now I got nine minutes of footage to study for the next one, you know. Awesome, bro. Uh, as far as his jiu-jitsu, uh, what would you feel in there? I mean, you knew you were going to go go against this kid, and that, that was his strong point. Um, how'd you feel that you did against him? And was his jiu-jitsu really that good? I mean, is how would you know about him going in as far as uh, his accolades there? Uh, yeah, not much. We just knew his coach uh, is pretty well known down there. Um, Chris Luddock, I think his name was. I mean, Devin knew of him, and Devin's big U.S. guy. So um, we knew he was going to be a tough kid. Uh, he got some tight submissions on him. He got a tight arm bar, I think, it was in the first round. Last like 10 seconds to he ripped up on that guillotine, which is tight. Um, but yeah, I'm happy with my performance. I felt like I did what I had to do to win that fight. Excellent. Well, it was in Tampa, Florida. You talked about his uh coach from being from down there. Was he from the area? Yeah, I think they're uh they're in driving distance, so um, yeah, he had a pretty good home crowd down there for him. Awesome. Well, would it feel like uh, going into somebody else's territory because uh, your first fight this was your second fight, your first fight was at Neff. And uh, you know that's kind of your 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 backyard there. Would it feel like going to someone else's place and uh, you know having a crowd not not really happy to see you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
it was different, you know, it definitely uh, is really different, but it, it is what it is. You know, we, uh, you don't really, you kind of talk, like zone out of all that stuff. You know, when you get down there, you don't really hear any of the boos or any of the cheering for their guy. Uh, so it, to me, it didn't really matter too much. Another another part of uh, you know that experience that's going to help you along, man. You know, fighting somewhere else, man. As far as uh, the crowd going on there, um, you know, how was Devin? Like, could you hear him in the corner? How was the coaching uh, from that end as far as being there? Yeah, I mean, I was able to hear him in the corner and stuff. It kind of, I was surprised. You know, that venue was sold out. Um, I was expecting to hear him a little bit better, not as many people there, but. It was awesome to have a packed crowd there. Uh, the energy was really good. Uh, I had Devin in my corner, Nick Miles, who's the striking coach right now at Nostos, and then um, John Orlini, I think his name is. Um, he was in my corner as well. We met him down there. He's a very good black belt. He's fighting in the next few weeks as well, so um, he was a good addition to add in the corner for that fight. Awesome. Well, you talked about the sold-out crowd. I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the promotional owners are well-known in Florida. Uh, there, I mean, uh, you know, He's got a huge camp there. Of there's going to be a lot of eyes on it, man. Did you feel like there was a there was like a, a real high level people that were watching this because he's got a lot of friends all over the place in high places. Was there any uh was there anyone there that kind of like caught your eye that wow they're here? Uh, not really. Once I got down there, I kind of was able to hear about the names of the coaches a little bit more. Um, all of those coaches down there from the gyms are really well known. Um they're a high level too. So it's great to get that acknowledgement from them. Awesome. Well, as far as, uh, you know, your fight that went incredibly well, then you had two training partners that took the trip with you that fought on the same card. One of them had, I believe a five second KO. And I think the other one had a unanimous decision. Also, I could be wrong about that, but let's talk about that. Um, did they, I would imagine, did they fight before you, uh, your two, your two, uh, training partners? Yeah, they fought uh, earlier in the card, so that whole card had some kickboxing ones. I think uh, Kyle Pufal, he fought 155. He was like uh, the seventh fight or something. Um, yeah, he knocked his kid out in the five seconds. It was cool to see that because um, him and Devin were drilling that step back overhand the whole time in the back. So um, it's like kind of like, almost like that McGregor moment a little bit, you know, stepping back on all those. So it was cool to see Kyle step back on that and um, get that knockout. And then... Kyle Hill, he fought at 170. He got that split decision win over a tough D1 wrestler. And um, that was like two or three fights right after Pufal, so. Awesome. Well, you you knew what you were going to, like, how was the crowd when you, uh, did you help corner uh, your, your uh, training partners there or were you getting ready? No, actually, you were getting ready for your, I'm sorry, you were in the back doing your own yeah. thing. Yeah, you got your own thing going on there. But you could hear the crowd when they were fighting and, and stuff like that, right? Yeah, we could hear the crowd. It was too bad. They didn't have, like, a screen in the back or anything. Yeah. You know, so we're waiting for everybody to go back and uh, see how they did. So it was cool. I mean, after Kyle's win, the crowd was pretty loud. So we figured something happened big. So it was good to see him come back with that crazy knockout. With, with, a, with a big smile on his face. So he come, yeah. he come back there, dude. Um, so here's, here's the thing about the crowd, bro. We talked about, like, the booze and stuff like that. You have two fighters that traveled a long way that you're with that go into someone else's territory. One of your guys knocks out their guy in five seconds, and then you get a unanimous decision grind fight. 
then you got to come in. That crowd must have been like triple mad at you people. <laughs> yeah, we came out of nowhere. You know, we came from uh, Southern Maine, Southern Maine up here to uh, go down to Florida. So, yeah, my walkout song was Run This Town, too. So that was pretty fitting oh for uh, a clean sweep up there. Awesome. <laughs> well, I, I know the fights. I know the COD was, uh, was streamed and you can buy the stream. I would imagine he will put it on YouTube or he will have a, you know, will we, we will be able to see the fights down, down the end there, man. How do you compare this fight, uh, compared to, uh, your, your debut in 2019? hundred times better. It's really what I needed. You know, um, that first fight caught me off guard a little bit. Um, and I only relied on that wrestling game for me. This one, I told you I wanted to mix it up and that's exactly what I did. I went in there confident, um, knocking down like, three or four times on my feet and then controlled them on the ground. So that's really what I need for like, if, when I get a fight around here, it's just, I'm going to keep getting better and keep showing it. So. Excellent. And uh, you know, Travis, uh, my, my media partner there wanted to ask you a question. He's like, he wanted to ask if, you know, fighting, fighting in Florida and getting this win, do you, does that help you and elevate you in your game? If something opens up here, you know what I mean? In, in New England, which it looks like it could in the next, you know, by summer with, uh, you know, Massachusetts opening up and stuff like that going on. So a fight like that, what does that do for you as far as your game? Yeah, I mean, it definitely gives me that little confidence boost. Um, we went down there to fight their hometown kid, you know, come up here and fighting somebody local where I don't have to travel for two days three and I can just drive down to the venue. Um, that's de that definitely gets me really excited. Hopefully it gets the promoters on notice too. You know, I flew down to Florida. We're not, there's like, maybe you can count on one hand how many amateurs are doing that right now. And I did it for my second fight. Both Kyles did it for their first fight. So hopefully we're able to get something on that local venue soon. Excellent. Well, I know they got another card, WCFL in, uh, in Tampa. They got another card coming, I think in the next couple of months or maybe three months, man. Is that something you're interested in if, if nothing opens up here? Is, uh, did they talk about you you guys maybe coming back and fighting with for them again? Or is, that, is there too many options out there right now as far as uh, other organizations around the country? Yeah, I mean, I like that promotion a lot. Um, Raphael really killed it with that show. Um, here he talked to us about inviting us to back down, actually, in June. So um, I'm hoping for some a really tough fight down there when I go back in June, get me ready for the summer up here. Um, hopefully hold a belt, an amateur belt by the end of the year. Excellent. Well, he did flash some of them belts down. Uh, he did uh, flash uh, the belts that are going to be, I guess, put on in that card, man. They look fabulous, bro. I mean, it, yeah. like you said, he's he's putting on a really, really uh, great show. And, the you know, the pictures of the event and the tables, and, and it was just uh, – it was something special for an amateurs uh, for you guys to go down there with nothing happening in New England and you know the the, the world kind of on a standstill as far as regional MMA. Yeah, uh, those balls do look nice. I hit them up right as he posted them. Um, if you need anybody, I'm always I'm always down to uh, come down in June and fight. So um, that's definitely an option. It's a very good possibility I'll be down there in June. Um, nothing's going to happen not up here anytime soon before yeah. then. Um, even after, it's going to take some time, I think. So. Um, yeah, June's kind of what we're shooting for right now. Awesome, my man. Well, uh, you know, I would love to go to Florida <laughs> and yeah, see right. you guys fight. I mean, in the you know, in June when it's gonna be beautiful there, uh, dude. What's going on now? Like, uh, what goes on with your training now? When do you get back, and uh, you might be back now, but when do you get back into that grind and start training for uh, something opening up again? 
Yeah, I mean, I got back, I think, uh, Tuesday. Um, got our COVID test done Friday afternoon, and I was in the gym Friday night. Um, so everybody that fought down there is still in the gym right now training, uh, working hard. Um, Matt Probin, he's working on getting a fight soon, so I've been helping him a lot. Or not really helping him, he's still helping me, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, working helping. with him a lot to uh, get some sparring rounds and give him uh, some good workouts, so. Awesome, my man. Uh, who else is in there? Who else you are uh, rolling around in that in that gym? That I know you spoke about a lot of newbies in there that you've been kind of getting working with. Uh, who are some of the, the the bigger names that you've got to maybe uh, you know hang out with? Uh, you know, uh, pick their brains or even spa with in that gym? Uh, you know, in the last couple of months. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the guys from Nosos, they're tough, but they don't have fights. You know, um, there's some coaches like Jamie Sprague. He's really good. Um, He's thinking about fighting too. He's been training for years. Um, he's trained all over New England as well. So we've been working with him um, up at Recon with Coach Dupree, um, Darren Elder, Cam Arnold, too. I was going to work in right uh, the week of the fight. So um, really, whoever he can. It's, right now, it's just tough with everybody. Not everybody's yeah. comfortable going into the gym training. So um, it's a little different circle right now. Yeah, I understand. Uh, you got to stick with your clan and, and you know, stick with, uh, you know, your brothers in there until, you know, the coast is clear but dude you know the next month or two things could start opening up and then we could see you on instagram uh training with all sorts of uh different killers in here because uh that cross training really helps you guys uh and getting them different looks uh from uh, you know respected camps that you guys are kind of uh you know hang out with here and there dude so last thing brother man pleasure talking to you and pleasure seeing uh your hand raise and a great fight man it was a pleasure to watch you uh just use your hands there and uh make this guy stand with you man and and just bang him up in there and then when you hit the ground brother you were very prepared in there and kept your composure and you know kept on beating this kid up until the end man it was good stuff so uh, shout outs, uh, social media and, uh, you know, any last words you want to say before I let you go and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. Um, all my sponsors, they help me a ton, you know, getting down there to, uh, travel. It's not possible without them. So, um, I got Bill Jones from Hall Bros, uh, roofing, um, Jake Bagley, AM, AFM property services helped me out as well. Um, Hagen's motor pool in Rochester. Um, my family, KJ construction sons, um, they're a big help as well. I'm sure there's a couple more that I'm missing, but uh, off my top of the head, they really helped me out. Excellent. And uh, your social media, I know you're building your Instagram now, and, uh, you know, it's going to build. Uh, you're going to be putting them training footage and some highlights from uh, the fight. So shout that out, too. Yeah, uh, my Instagram is just Nathaniel Gamard. No underscores or anything. Same with Facebook. It's just Nathaniel Gamard. So, um, yeah, I'll be posting more fight stuff there and hopefully have another opponent in the next uh, month or so. Awesome, my man. So uh, last thing I want to say before I let you go, you mentioned Bill Jones and, uh, you know, his company helping support you. Do you know that uh, I will be in uh, Bill Jones's race car this Saturday at, yeah, uh, at, the, <laughs> at the Rochester Fair? Dude, dude, I, I, I'm kind of like one of those uh, daredevils that, you know, is not made to be a daredevil. I, I think I'm kind of like one of those jackass guys, you know what I mean, that just like sacrifice his body for a view or something but bill yeah, jones bill bill jones has been a great friend of mine for years and uh jake ba jake bagley the uh also man so i you know i gave bill a call i said hey dude uh can i it started off can i put my logo on your on your race car and he goes 
damn man, why don't I put your whole body in my race car? <laughs> and the rest is history, man. I'm I'm racing that track. I don't know what I'm in for, but uh, Saturday uh, we will. I will be in that race car. Uh, hopefully going live and staying alive uh, to the end. Yeah, that'd be awesome to see. Bill Jones is a wild man, so uh, that'd be fun. Man. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, Nate, tune in because Bill's gonna go live, and uh, you know it might be some, uh, it might be a sight to see uh, Saturday, bro. Yeah, awesome, sure. Awesome, man. Well, definitely, we'll talk uh, definitely in the future about that next opponent and what's going on with you, man. And congratulations, dude. Uh, you know, coming out after after all this time uh, with COVID and heading to Tampa, Florida. And, uh, you know, getting that win along with your team, man, and representing New England. Good stuff, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right, my man. You have a good night, and enjoy that win, and enjoy the rest of your week, and uh, do your thing, bro. All right. Thank you. All right. I'll see you.